Broadcasting from the CRW studio, this is the Two Drink Minimum with your hosts, Henny and Patron. Cheers, college football fanatics, and welcome back to the Two Drink Minimum. I am Dan Patron, and with me as always is Kevin Hannigan. In tonight's episode, we'll be breaking down the Big Ten West knockout game, Iowa at Wisconsin. Can Wisconsin get back on track? Will it be the first team to 10 points wins? You'll get our analysis and picks next on the Two Drink Minimum. Iowa, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a nine and a half point favorite. What do you have? I have nine and a half point favorite. That's what that was the last thing I saw tonight. That's a that's a big line. Nine and a half is a lot. I'm I would still take Wisconsin minus that. All right. So I, the Wisconsin, whatever that Illinois game, can Iowa take that blueprint from the Illinois game and try to mimic what was done in that game? It took Wisconsin. Missing a field goal in that game, a Jonathan Taylor fumble where it looked like Wisconsin was going in. Those couple of plays, Iowa would need very similar things to happen in this game. Wisconsin, to me, is the better team, significantly better than Iowa. The game is in Wisconsin. Is that right? In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It's in Madison. Okay. Wisconsin wins that Heartland Trophy in convincing fashion. Ooh, the Heartland Trophy. You know the name of it. Oh, they're playing for a trophy. Penn State and Minnesota are as well, but they don't really talk about that one. But, yeah, Heartland Trophy. It's a battle. What's the Penn State-Minnesota one? I forget what it was. It has something to do with – it was <laughs> Penn State was in some commemorative year. It's one that Penn State's well, won they don't, they, It was year. a commemorative year. So like every, It was their first game of some anniversary year, so they had a trophy. But we don't really need to talk about it. Not when Iowa and Wisconsin are playing. Wisconsin, nine-and-a-half point favorite. It's a big spread. It is. Are, are are you buying that spread? I I mean, are you are you in on Wisconsin with the spread? Yeah, Wisconsin wins in convincing fashion. A couple of losses. Do the recency effect would stick in your mind? But I think Jonathan Taylor is too good of a player to have another game like the Ohio State one where he is unable to get in that end zone. Bottled up. Bottled up to about 50 yards in that Ohio State game. Um, you know, as I look at this, I, I remember when we had Wisconsin as a team that was finally getting competent quarterback play. You know, we, we had looked at Jack Cohen and we said, wait a minute, they finally have a quarterback. But as we're looking at it now, it's, you know, whoops, hang on, hang on. Is he that different? Pump the brakes. Is he that different than you thought he was? He, well, they're not throwing it downfield at all. And and his his numbers have gone down. Not his completion percentage. Not his completion percentage. Still first in the conference there. But his yards per game has gone down and has consistently gone down. And they're they're not having him push it downfield. They're not having him do those things to to get themselves out from being one dimensional. Now that one dimensional is Jonathan Taylor. You know, your one dimension is Jonathan Taylor. That dude is up over a thousand yards already. Already, right? So that still gives me pause when I look at a nine and a half point spread against a team who, you know, played 
Michigan tough, played Penn State tough. I mean, do you uh, is is Wisconsin a better team than Penn State? Are you telling me that you think Wisconsin is a better team than Penn State because Penn State beat them by what? 2 5 5 at Iowa. In that at game. Iowa. Yeah. Michigan beat them by 7 at home. Which you know, I guess that's easy to say. Wisconsin hammered Michigan. Right. But you know, I, I don't know. Iowa's a tough team. They have a top 10 defense that's adept at stopping both the run and the pass. Uh, they have a senior quarterback. Nathan Stanley is a senior. He's played in these environments before. He's not going to be intimidated by that nutso atmosphere in Wisconsin. And, you know, Wisconsin has looked like a different team. The Illinois loss was brutal. The Ohio State loss that was supposed to be a competitive game looked like they had just nothing left. That that looked like a defeated team. Illinois beat them twice. It, it, I would That's agree what with happened. That. I would agree with that because that Ohio State game. I mean, what was the final score? Final score was thirty-eight to seven. That game wasn't even that competitive. Correct. That game was not even that competitive. So when you look at that, you have to wonder where this team is with their psyche. And the Big Ten Championship game and the Rose Bowl are all sitting right there for them. But are, are they all there? Are they, are they going to be ready to roll come game time for this game? And, you know, if you're not, Iowa's going to punch you in the face. They're going to punch you in the mouth. So I, I, I have Wisconsin winning. But nine and a half is just too big of a spread for me. I mean, this game is over under is like 38 and a half points. So, you know, what's the nine and a half? 17 to seven? Is that what we have for, for the for the over or for the for the beating the spread? I, I, I just don't see it. I mean, Wisconsin has just not looked like the same team to me lately. That's true. It was very surprising when we saw how this team played against Michigan and then in those couple of losses it you've it's strength against strength when you look at what Wisconsin is going to want to do and what Iowa defensively is excellent at stopping Iowa has four conference shutouts this year that's the most in the country Alabama has two in their second so four times you've shut out teams in your conference they have not allowed only team that has not allowed a run of twenty plus yards. So side bet here, right? You have Iowa has not allowed a run of twenty plus yards. Does Jonathan Taylor end that streak this week? I want to come back and talk. We're gonna check You're in just on this next week. Disregard Nakia Watson being a potential dude to get a twenty yard run there. Oh, we'll open it up to the whole team. Um, so not just Taylor. Do you so want to go the whole team? The we can whole do that. team. I I don't. So they all stay I, under I, 20. They, they all stay under 20. They don't break off a 20-yard run. But Nakia Watson is a kid that I would would say to look out for in this game. He is a freshman. He's a big kid, six foot, 230-pound freshman from Austin, Texas. They pried him out of Texas. Wisconsin went down there and got their next guy, their next running back. He's going to be the heir apparent to Jonathan Taylor, and I think as this season moves along, you may see him start to get more and more touches, more and more of a – he's not necessarily a complementary back because they're sort of the same guy, but just in, in the terms of keeping Jonathan Taylor fresh, if you're going to be one-dimensional, 
then pounded at them with with fresh legs over and over, be relentless. And if they can be relentless with Watson and Jonathan Taylor, that just makes them that much more dangerous. So he's a guy that Let's keep an eye on. Let's see if he starts to get more touches this game as the season goes. Right now, he's getting under 10 touches most games, but let's see if something something goes with that. Um, the other thing that I'm looking at for this game that's going to be the big difference in this game. Are you ready? There's right. shocking football stuff here. Okay. Turnovers. Turnovers. Turnovers is the game. You look at a guy like Nathan Stanley. Nate, man. I mean, you're you're playing with that defense. Don't throw the ball away. Right. Don't don't give the other team don't give the other team extra opportunities. He is. They have two losses, right? Two losses. Correct. He's thrown five picks all year. Four came in those two losses. He wow. threw three against Michigan and one against Penn State. So, dude, like, come on, just don't throw picks, and your team's gonna win. You'll be all right. Throw the ball away. You, you have a defense where you can punt and live to go another day. If he doesn't turn it over, Iowa at least covers and possibly wins this game. I'd be surprised if Iowa won this game. We forgot how good this Wisconsin defense is. They haven't shown it. They didn't show it against Ohio State, but you have a week off to prepare for this game. We will see the Wisconsin defense from those first five weeks Iowa is not going to be able to do anything on offense. Wisconsin wins the game 24-13. Chris Orr makes a huge play. You talked about Nate Stanley. Chris Orr gets in that backfield, disrupts things, has a strip sack type of play in a big moment in this game. Wisconsin, so 11, right? Yeah, 24-13. So it's hanging right around your point total there, but that's what I see. 24-13? 24-13, Wisconsin. So you combine that with the Minnesota loss to Penn State. Now Wisconsin just a game back, back in that fight to get into the conference championship game. Hanging in. That, that puts them right back in. Um, Did you give me a score there? Did you? Were you you're taking Iowa plus the points. I have Wisconsin winning, Iowa covering. Iowa covering. Okay, it's going to be tight. Iowa to cover. That's it for tonight's episode. Check us out on Twitter at Henny Patron. Podcasts are all over on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts are found. Beers tonight for this program were Mast Landing Brewing Company, Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout, and Heavy Seas, Americanon, American Pale Ale. He is Kevin Hennigan, and I am Dan Patron, and this is The Two Drink Minimum. Cheers. Cheers.